Hello, good evening, and welcome to another another edition of the Cantina Emeki's podcast, edition number 127, uh, in our third year of broadcasting, uh, podcasting, I suppose, and broadcasting, here on the uh, Cantina MX podcast channel on YouTube. We do this every Thursday night, usually around 9.30-ish, you know, a, a very uh, liberal uh, interpretation of the of the time, 9.30, as I'm sure most of you know. And then, of course, uh, you can listen to this and the previous editions of the Cantina Mekis podcast, all 126 episodes if you want. You can download those off of the uh, off of iTunes and also from Google Play. So uh, happy to have you aboard with us tonight. Please join us on the chat. They're on YouTube. We're also on Facebook, uh, very, very active on Facebook. And we're also active on Twitter, even though uh, our, our, our usual Twitter our Twitter is on vacation. We have uh, been getting some uh, some good stuff on the, on the Twitter this week, and we appreciate you all participating with that as well. Well, let's get on with it. My name is John Jagu. Glad to have you aboard with us, uh, joining us from the OC. Are we allowed to call it the OC, Hood? Can, can, can outsiders call it the OC? I'm sure insiders will call it the OC. I'm not even sure, John. I'm new to the area. Yeah. Well, Joel Aceves joins us so from I don't, uh, from I don't know Orange the rules County. yet. From Orange County, California. Joel, how are you, sir? I'm actually in South LA right now. Oh, you're back. You're back in yeah, South LA. Yeah. Yeah. Ya comenzando mal. No, I'm not. Well, just for tonight. Oh, I understand. I understand. So, uh, Joel, I do, I do have a, I, I, I do have a, a question for you. And, uh, you know, I want to get right to it. I think that, uh, Lady Aguila wants to, wants to say something to you. Primero que nada, hay que felicitar a Chivas porque ganaron bien. La neta, hay que dejarnos de tonterías. It's not, and, and she's absolutely right. I mean, not only did they win, but they won convincingly with, frankly, as as stylish a win as a Mexico team has gotten in that in, in that competition in in years. The three Gs. They did. They they uh, you know they they improved their Chivas uh, their Chivas TV fifty six k network, uh, which 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 they had going for a while, uh, you know with, with with Chivas TV. But yeah, but last night uh, they they opened up the uh, the three G. They three G'd Seattle Sounders. They scored three goals, and what we mean by the three G is well, what do you tell them what we mean? It's uh, it's it's the Mexican soccer. Uh, standard of excellence, golar, golear, gustar y ganar, or or you can say it any other way. And that's <laughs> ganar, yeah. gustar y golear, whoever you. And that's uh, that's pretty what that's exactly what they did. The sound that they they had they had to win. They 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 they, they, they had to win by at least two goals, in case uh, in case Seattle uh, put one in the net to give them the uh, the away goal advantage. And uh, Chivas was able to uh, to get the first goal early in the second half. They got the second goal, I think, like five minutes later. Chofis uh, uh, made made an outstanding play, and then they got their third goal uh, with about ten minutes from time. It kind of uh, iced things, and uh, Chivas uh, Chivas let uh, Liga Mekki save a little face because uh, the previous night uh, two of their teams had been eliminated in the, in the quarterfinals. One. Uh, not necessarily shocking, and I think the other one. Uh, I mean, I mean, I don't know how much you can. You know, we 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 can say that uh, that you know the the Tigres result against uh, against MLS was quote unquote shocking either. It's uh, 
two good teams playing, and uh, you know, Tigres uh, did not have luck on their side at all. It and, did have uh, Nahuel, John. Nahuel seems to be a luck repellent. He, he, uh, he, he made some uh, some pretty rough, uh, some pretty rough plays. Uh, the one yeah, on the own, kick, man. well, yeah, that one was you know reminded me of uh, of of Chuy Corona. Against uh, against Bidlo in the in the 2013 Confederations Cup, although to his credit, at least he actually tried. You know, actually put his hand on it. You know, Chewy just just dove and just watched it go by. They wouldn't even wouldn't even put his hand on it. But uh, yeah, but, man, it looked like he was just caressing the ball. Right, he went in. I mean, it was it was a hell of a good shot by uh, by 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 Jovinko, who uh, by all accounts is probably. Uh, I think without dispute, the best player in, 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 in MLS. I don't think anybody doubts that. And he had a hand in both of Toronto's Toronto's goals that that they got and, and needed to get because it, it proved to be the uh, the tiebreaker and on the four four aggregate. You know, one on a, on an own goal, which was just the most painful kind of own goal you could possibly score. The one that that happens in slow mo. You know, it's one thing to quickly deflect it into the net. You know, but this one was a slow roller that just everyone was. You know, it was it was like like watching a fumble be fumbled you know out of the end zone uh in in, in American football there's just it's just painful roller in, in, into the back of the net on an own goal off of uh off of Carioca and uh you know to to, to Tigres's credit I know that uh, that they were devastated uh, with 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 the result but but they you know, did as you know came back as much as much as it could and I don't know, they, 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 I would say that the time ran out on them but the reality is, is, is that you know, for for Tigres, for all their talk about how great the Volcan is and their fans and this and that, I mean, you 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 cannot allow anybody, much less you know Toronto FC, you know, much less Chiapas uh, to, to to Monterrey or America to, to get a win in that stadium in in in, in a tournament like that. So, and uh, what's it's what it sets up now is uh, is Toronto going up against Club Club America in the one semifinal, and America again had no problem dispatching their their rival uh, Tauro, uh, they won three one down in Panama, and uh, Tijuana was the other game that uh, I mean they just uh, I mean they, 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 they could not have played worse I think uh, at Tijuana, in the sense that uh, you know again a, a team that, that that was unlucky for them and and then they they just completely capitulated and let uh, and let the New York Red Bulls score three three goals on them to take the take the tie on a five one five one aggregate horn that's. You, you you can't there is not there's no amount of lipstick you can put on that turd. I mean that is a spanking. That is that is just a, a full on whipping. We could add a bit of we we could add a little bit, John. Just a just a just a little concealer. And and that is that this a lot of the players that were in the squad that qualified aren't the ones at the current team. Well, I mean that's true. I mean we can say this. You know we can say the same. You know as far as Chivas, well, you know you know last year they were uh, they were champions and now they're in seventeenth place. You know so how could Seattle, how could Seattle Sounders let a team that's in seventeenth place beat them? That's, you know they're they're, they're the defending MLS. That's too, but, I mean, but, I'm being dead serious. No, well for the Bounders, yeah. uh, I also got to add, I think they were missing about four players. Well, yeah, they, they were missing a big one in, in Nicolas uh, Lodeiro, who uh, who was injured, yeah, that's and, a big... and Jordan Morris wasn't there. You know, he's out for the year with a, with a torn ACL. So Seattle does have some some injury concerns, 
there's, I mean, you know, there, 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 there's no question. I mean, it, it, it was a team that was not at full strength, and then they lost the guy during during the match as well. But, you know, but back to back to Tijuana though. I mean, I, I mean, I do understand what you're saying, but I mean, but that's just how these tournaments are played out. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I don't. Now, do I think that uh, the, the Red Bulls were five goals better than Tijuana? You know, in the first match. And you know, and, and their coach even said so. He said we didn't score. We you know not only did we not score, but we let them score. And and because of that, I mean they they were rowing against the current. You know, the, the, this entire team. Now they got the one goal, and then they had a couple of really good chances to get the uh, the second goal to equalize the uh, the you know to, to, to equalize things. But again, they were just they were just unlucky. It just you know they, a couple of shots hit posts, and uh, you know at that point you know it was only you know the Red Bulls took their took their shots. They absorbed them, and then they just went out and did what they had to do, and they did it convincingly. And I'm, you know, I I, I think that the, that each tie I th- I think is 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 winnable by all four teams with uh, with Red Bulls and Chivas on one side, and and Toronto and America on the other. I don't think that there's one extremely super dominant team in this uh, the, uh, of the four teams that are left. I think it's. Uh, you know, I, I would probably give America, you know, of, of the four teams that are left, the one that would be the uh, probably the favorite to, to, to win the whole thing. And uh, yeah, but but it wouldn't shock me at all if Toronto won. So if Toronto uh, did, and you know what, and if Toronto does that, and then they win, and you know, say they beat Chivas or whoever it is they beat in the final, I mean, then you, know, you got to tip your hat off to him. I mean, you know that, that that you know that's an impressive run to get to the Conca Champions, to beat Tigres, and then to beat America, and then whoever else in the final. Worthy champions, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, the cup's been fun with with the changes and and the way it's played out. It's it's made for some some good talk, and uh, you know the the organizers are pretty much hoping for a Clásico Nacional final. I think that would even Help the cu- the cup even more. Well, so, there is uh, there is so a television like station. Well. There's a television station here in the United States called Univision that would that would that would be begging for uh, for uh, a Clásico Nacional final in the uh, in the Coca Champions. And, you know, and, and chances are, I would say it's about a sixty percent chance that it happens. I, I think America has more more of a possibility to make the final than than, than Chivas. But you know, Chivas yeah. to me, Joel is the kind of team that, that that the minute the minute they figure it out, and they, and they start playing one, and the goals start coming, look out because because that's a team that has guys that that, that can score. You know, it, it's just it's 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 not a team that's going to, um, uh, you know, they, they don't have like the the six four striker where you know how they're going to attack you. They, you know, I mean, they they have a plethora of offensive players and if and if a couple of those guys get on a hot streak then 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 Chivas has a really good chance to win this whole thing. Yeah, and and that's I think this is the one tournament that the club has left to rescue the season. Uh so I think they're put they're going to put everything now into it. You know, they just brought in the Anda to try to you know, straight in the ship. Uh, rumor was Almeida had had released his reins, had gotten somewhat soft there. You know, and how great does it look for Concacaf that they have you know you know four of of, of the most important cities in 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 in, in the confederation's footprint. 
you know, Toronto up in Canada, New York, for goodness sake, Mexico City and Guadalajara. So you have, you have four major markets, you know, four of, so that, th- th- that will certainly help, uh, uh, help. And you, the, the, you know, this is what the, what this tournament, you know, ultimately is going to be all about. And once, and once we start roping in the, uh, the South American teams, which is coming, I think it's, I think it's, uh, I think it's coming. Then, uh, you know this. You know this part of the world could have a, just a, a really kick-ass, uh, a kick-ass tournament. It should be a lot of fun. So Chivas wins. Joel, they they beat Sounders three zero. They needed to win. Uh, they need to score two. They they they, they got the, they got the two. Uh, the first one on a, on a, just a, on a, on a superb uh, free kick by Osvaldo Alanis, who who celebrated the victory by not being called up to the uh, the Mexico national team. And then, as we had mentioned uh, earlier, uh, 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 Chofis uh, scores uh, uh, just a, a sensational goal where, where he where he literally walked the ball into the net is the way he ended up scoring. And then the youngster Godinez scoring on a on, on a back heel, which is exactly how Toronto had gotten their their go ahead goal in Toronto last week against Tigres, where the their their Osorio. Did a little little mini backflip as well, and that put the uh, the ball in the net in the 88th minute, and so it sealed it. To me, you know, again, Hoyt, I, I always feel like if you have luck on your side when 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 it's a, a, a somewhat even matchup, you're going to win. And uh, to Toronto, you know, with that play, a couple of bounces that went the way that they did, not only to, for them to score goals, but for them to avoid getting scored on last week. And then, then this weekend, you know, that that always helps. That always helps to have to have Lady Luck on your side. And uh, uh, like I said, when 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 it's even, you need an intangible like that. And, and that's how Toronto was able to, uh, in, in in my opinion, uh, take things. You know, you know who hasn't been. Who hasn't had luck on their side, John? Who's who's at Hoyle? It's it's your Pumas, man. Their luck isn't completely out, you know, because they're they're in ninth place. There's only one thing. Far from the. There's only one thing I can say about my Pumas, Hoyle. Somebody call now one one. It's uh. It's rough, you know. Yeah. I watched uh, the second half of their Copa Mekis game yesterday against Necaxa, where Necaxa was with with down to ten men since like the minuto 20, right? Pumas is up one <laughs> zero. The, 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 they're attacking Necaxa much like Chivas was, you know, just just relentless. But you know, there's always some schlub who thinks that he needs to make the extra pass, so it doesn't shoot. You know, whatever it was, it did just or the or they finally get a shot off and it goes eighty yards over the net. So they lost. Uh, they lost Nico Castillo again last night. To another oh, ankle, no. another ankle injury, <laughs> and then and then they lost the uh, the the game after being up one zero to to Necaxa, who was down to ten men, scored two goals in the last fifteen minutes to win the game, and 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 they ended wow. up. Uh, I've never seen Nacho Ambriz dance and, and and jump around so much. I mean, I mean, you you you, well, you yeah. thought that he'd won the World Cup. He was ecstatic. Pumas, Pumas is currently on a five match winless streak. <sighs> You have to go back to February 9th when they beat Morelia. Oh. At, at Morelia. Yeah, and uh, that's that's after that they went, uh, they lose to Veracruz at home. 
that's where the pain starts. Yeah, well, that's that's yeah. You can't and, uh, lose the Veracruzan. Oh yeah, Joel, what, what, what have I done to you? What have I done to you, Joel, that you have to stir we, up all these? We we have to do the Liga talk because we. No, I understand. I understand. We don't want to turn it into Chiva Central. Uh, well, that'll happen later. Yeah. But uh, no, yeah, yeah you're right. This season newsletter from uh, the Chiva del Norte guys. <laughs> losing losing to Veracruz is is, I mean, you you are asking for a fate worse than death when you lose to Veracruz at home. Because that that that, that yeah, is that is a... unexpected, especially when they're wearing purple and neon green. I mean, you just you cannot you cannot <laughs> you cannot allow that. So that was followed by a by another big loss, four one away at Tijuana, then a one one draw at home against Chivas, and then and this you know I thought right here okay, Pumas is gonna turn the tide a bit. But then they lost 3-0 to Leon, which was that was pretty hurt, you know, pre- pretty bad. And um, and then this past week, uh, another home game defeated this time against Toluca. And so up next, and out, man, and another auto goal. And I was watching like the 83rd minute or whatever it was. It was an auto goal. It was like, oh, of all things. And and again, a situation where Pumas had their chances, they didn't take them. And yeah, it just. And, yeah, Pumas. Pumas start of the season had been so good that, despite that bad run, just five games, it's quite, quite, quite the run. Um, they're tied in points with Monterrey, who is eighth place, and uh, seventh place TJ is only sixteen, and sixth place Puebla is uh, seventeen points. So. Yeah, I mean they're only six points behind the second play. Like some of it's like has twenty one, so it's not like it's, so it's like a, a complete disaster. Not too bad, but but John. So I think this is to me, to me, this is one of those partidos de seis puntos. Uh, they're going up against Cruz Azul, you know, crosstown rival. Cruz Azul's coming from a big win. They finally won at home as well. They hadn't won at home the whole season. I'm afraid I just blew myself. <laughs> that's, my new, that's, that's my new Cruz Azul drop. <laughs> but, I mean, Cruz Azul has the longer road because even if they won, they, it will help them get a bit closer, but they'll still be far from the – not far, but not not quite in the top eight. But Cruz Azul really needs to win if they're to get into the playoff race. And uh, we, we had, had them as favorites. We did. I know we were thinking they're, they're and three, then, and, and then they go and win five zero uh, against Pachuca. Yeah. And, uh, so, so obviously, Azul, we were expecting. Obviously, Kashinya listens to the show and goes, "I'll I'll, I'll show these punks." Because <laughs> well, he said it was all because of his coaching that that they were able to get the big win. It was all, it was all thanks to him. Was what? Uh, yeah, and- said. <clears throat> So in, in the last games, um, Cruz Azul has what? I mean, Pumas. Pumas, you guys go up against Cruz Azul. Then you host Necaxa. And away to Monterrey, you host Puebla. And then uh, you travel to Santos, who are the, the league leaders right now. And then uh, you host Querétaro. So it's, it's a bumpy ride up ahead, John. Uh, I, think I, it's I, have, I have full faith and 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 and, and hope in, in the ability of, of Pumas to somehow find a way to screw it up. 
No, and I'll, yeah. I'll see. The, uh, the the fact that, that Liga Mekis is going to suspend promotion relegation uh, starting next season for two seasons couldn't have come at a better time for me. Uh, I mean, they really are the, the, the team that, <laughs> that, that is going to – I mean, they are losing – I'm going to look it up here, but they're losing a season. I know that one, they had one of 35 points, so I think the other one was uh, was was around 20. So – Pumas only got 13 points in the last season, so so right off the bat they had they entered with with a 22 point deficit. <clears throat> so yeah, so so, so Pumas uh, is is what was was good, but go ahead. And and for La Máquina, their, their last games, so they so they host Pumas, and and then they have another another crosstown rivalry, and this one is their Coco. It's, up against America at the Azteca, and this to me could be this 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 could signal their, you know, just how good they are. You know, sure. Was was a Pachuca a fluke, or is this team getting it? Because America's always well, been like their breaking point. No matter who the coach was, they they would go to that America game and then they would just not win, and then the it seems like the red lights would come on again. Even if they weren't that bad. Well, um, uh, so yeah, I don't think. Went, but then going. after, you don't, you don't think they're going to Liguilla? I don't think they're going to make the Liguilla. Oh man. <laughs> well, okay. Just to finish their schedule after after the America Clasico, they host Lobos. They travel to Tigres, they host Morelia, and then they they finish the season at and you know at the Pirate Stadium against the Red Sharks. That's right. Well, I mean they're at eleven points right now, so they have to get at least so they're five points behind the the, the eighth the uh, the eighth place team right now. So that's where. Uh, well, my thing has them at four points. That's they a have 11, 11 to Monterrey's 15, but that's why that, that America game to me is going to be the – it could be the key because I think a, a win, you know, will be so huge for them just because, it, you know, just what it means, what it has come to meant to play against America. It, it's been their cocoa for so long now. Yeah, it's uh, I just right. What you can you say? About yeah, it's it's just uh, I mean, Chris you, you, you <laughs> won three games in a row, and uh, you know they would they would be in, uh, in 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 terrific shape if if that happened. Just just can they start their three games in a row next week? Not not not, not this Saturday. I would be I would be okay with that. So yeah, I, and then uh, I'm gonna do a quick recap on my goats. I had done about let me see since the Santos game. Where was it? One, two, three. Yeah, I had put like in their last six games. Uh, I had done like a like a little mock predictions, and I had put them winning at Globals. So I got I got that one right, John. 
I put that in their next six games. Their one win was going to come against Lobos Buap, and they pulled it off. Uh, I, I'm telling you, Hood, you need to start marketing yourself as a, as a, <laughs> as a, as a, as a, as a multi mercado type. Yes, that, well, that's why I wrote it down in the forum, so it couldn't be like, you know, you're just saying it. It's actually, right. I, I wrote it down and I posted put it in the public forum. Officially on a record, on the record. Yeah, it's on record, so I, I had them, and um, and yeah, so so I I pretty much had all the predictions except for the the um, Pumas and America. I had them getting no points. They pulled off two points because they drew both. Uh, and then I had them winning. Now, yeah, Chivas is end of the season is pretty tough. They pretty much have to win other games, and they hosting they are hosting Tigres. Tigres now, this is it for Tigres, man. Uh, you know, yeah, their their, pre- their um, president pretty much said, "Ganar sí o sí yeah. the, 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 the this 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 this, this tournament." Yeah, they are, that's all they have left to play for. So. They're going to put everything, everything's on the, to la carne al asador. That's right. As far as the Liga comes. And so Chivas is hosting Tigres and, and that's, that's, let's see how they do because despite the win over Sounders, I mean, they, that was in league. So Chivas has been able to win in, in like, in, in the, um, in the Conca Champions, but they haven't, they have yet, they have not won a single match for for in league play, so she was still looking for that for that home win in 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 Liga, um, and that's just a hard, a hard, you know, a very difficult team to try to get it with, it's Tigres, especially a a wounded tiger, you know. Yeah, they're not going to so be in a good mood, right. and uh, and of course, you know, the the Chivas. Did what Tigres could not at midweek, and I'm sure that that's not going to be uh, something that's going to be glossed over. You know, I'm, I'm actually a little disappointed in Tigres as far as their Conca champions. Not, not so much that they lost, but just for their for their lack of for their lack of preparation. I mean, I mean, do we have? To, I mean, how many times? I mean, don't we? At at some point, I mean, is it is it is it still? Cute that these teams like they just don't bother scouting this and that. I mean, they've, they've, they've even said it such like we well, you know, had no idea who their players were. Come on, guys, you're in a tournament, you know, put a tape in, have, you know, have your assistant put the tape in and, 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 and at least do something. And it's just, it just, it, 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 it shocks me that it still happens. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's also, I, I know you guys don't like the, sounds like an excuse, but. Tuca's never been a big fan of the international tournament. He has it. He he could care less. And and uh, but you know what? <laughs> Even the fans, thing guys. fans don't feel like that. Oh, was was that Ron? Yeah, Tuca, Tuca even hated the Tuca even hated the interleague, and that was between the Mexican teams. You know. Yeah, he, he just yeah, hates I, I, anything that, that's that's that that that's not in the league. That, that that's not part of league play. Well, yeah, and I think he understands that that the owners. You know, the, I think that at the end of the day, if, if you if you do well, if you're in Liguilla, for for at least for the for the Mexican league, that they'll be fine with that. Anything else is bonus. And and he is that one coach that's never been fired, man. He he hasn't been let go at midseason or. Well, no, despite no, the fact that at Artuca no le importa ni una cacahuate de these other tournaments, the, the team obviously did because they they built this team. 
to play two tournaments with with all the all the extra bodies they have. So <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I mean, I mean, and again, if you're going to go through all that trouble, you know, why don't you <laughs> add that last step of of maybe you know figuring out a little bit about about the team you're playing. Yeah, I, I think it would have to come ultimately the um, the owners make, making it a you know a priority to say okay we really need we need to be we we need we need we need some international glory now, um, but I I do think that that's Chivas and I, I would like to see them at the club's World Cup, but yeah. but it's, it won't be easy for them. <laughs> I think America doing. It's good, and I wasn't expecting that. Joel, are, you, yeah, are, you, are, you enter, are you entering into a trance? Are you? Are we? Did, did we just? Uh, did, did you drink some special tea at the Delphic Oracle? Are we going to have to start? Like, do we need to start writing this stuff <laughs> down? Are, 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 are you making some predictions, Joel? Uh No, no. But I had called it. I think at the beginning of the season when we were doing like predictions. Yes. And I said Chivas is not Chivas is not going to go to Liguilla, but. But I could see them getting to the final. I saw them getting to the final. I, I my my crystal ball wasn't too clear after that. So you 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 still so then your 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 offer still stands. Chief, yeah, my offer still stands. Chivas to the final. If if they get to the final, I hit and 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 I got you know I got a, some saved tweets where I was telling some of the other chivistas out there. Yeah. Now, now the question is, bring those back up. Be like, if what happened? If they make the final, Joel, is it going to be? Ron De Luna joins us from Philadelphia. Ron, how are you, sir? Good. How are you doing, John? How are you doing, Juan? Hey, things hey, uh, things good up in uh, up in Philly. Ah, weather just. Kind of, you know, it's really cold, and next thing you know, it's like humid, and, or not humid, but you know, kind of warm, and then it's cold again. You're running America, sigue sin convencer, sigue sin convencer. I'm not, I'm not convinced yet. Still, still not convinced. No, no. Your, 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 your weekly chats with Piojo have not. You haven't provided the breakthrough needed. I mean, I, I, I said it at the very beginning. I think at least they're good enough to make it to the semifinals. Uh, but then again, <coughs> excuse me. I, I don't. I still don't think that they're like you know. It's almost like a guarantee. So you think that they're that, that, that with what they have now and the way they've been playing semifinals, fácil? Then you think that they still haven't proven to you or other staunch card carrying Americanistas that that, that 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 they're ready to make that next step. Uh, well, I mean, one of the things that, I mean, right, right, right now they're already talking about, you know, if America doesn't win either the, the league or the CONCACAF, it's already, uh, you know, fracasos. I mean, so people are already starting, are, I mean, they're already wanting to, to print, you know, America, you know, failing. Sure. And, uh, and, uh, again, I, I think I, I'd like, I'd like for Piojo to, to really, you know, like I said, like even in the beginning of the season, I said that, you know, I, I'd like to, I'd like you know, Piojo to, to really do a good uh, preseason and then, you know, take it, you know, into the next season with his, with, with his team, because not all the, not all the, 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 the roster still isn't, you know, wasn't all selected by Piojo. 
but I think he's done a good job with what he has. Well, I mean, they're 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 sitting comfortably in second place. I still believe they still have yet have yet to did they're still they have yet to lose. Correct? They still have not lost. Yeah, they haven't lost yet. Uh, and uh, they're in uh, the semifinals against uh, against Toronto. No, Ron, you've you, you you want that Clásico Nacional in the final, don't you? You you, you want to uh, to to rip rip Chivas' spinal cord out and hold it up in victory at the end of the Coca Champions, just because you can, yet again. <laughs> just for the lulls. Just for the <laughs> no, I do. I, I want them to win it. I want. I mean, I, I want them to win that and the and the league. Right. Oh, as as any fan would, yeah. But 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 obviously, it would be extra special if you get to do it against. Uh, now, if you did it against New York, would, would would it feel the same? Probably not. Did, did America go? Did America go to back to back club World Cups? I, I think I believe they did. I think they won it. No, 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 no. I know that they won two. I know that they won two. Recent, you know, with I don't know if it was. Can I remember? Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. You mean oh, like okay. in, in in this in this uh, in this yeah. decade? I think I think you might be right. Yeah, yeah, they did. I, I remember they they lost to the the Chinese going going Gansu, whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah you're like, right. With, with Big Phil, and then the follow up, they managed to to win that. Yeah, Big Phil and the 2002 Brazil World Cup team. Yeah, weren't they all on it? <laughs> he did have Robinho and a couple other, couple of the exiles. Yeah, um, and then they lost to Real Madrid, where. Uh, they asked uh, I've ordered that if he won he would retire right then and there <laughs> that's right yeah they, they asked him how he was going to prepare for it yo siempre digo que el fútbol algunas veces en mi punto de vista es como un ajedrez so and, and he hasn't been coaching John he's been doing his his, his uh, Vigo blogs which yes. uh, according to uh, Pro, I, I think Profe has been has been studying them ingesting them yeah Religiously, watching yeah, them backwards and forwards, yeah. and then practicing how <laughs> some of those things work uh, with his with his six with the four year olds or whatever it is that he that, he, that he's coaching uh, right now. Well, well, trying to let his mustache grow. <laughs> he's saying, but they're saying, parece convento, puras madrecitas. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, what I, 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 he grows his mustache, and they confuse him for cantinflas. If I was a team that was really serious about about making players, that that'd be the first guy I'd hire to say you're in charge of the youth stuff, because because that way the results don't matter. You know, just 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 produce the players. Those are his results. Yeah, I, I do think I do think he would do well in that, John. Uh, yeah. I wonder why the Fed and and the Fed's been just like they've been putting young coaches, and then a lot of these coaches. They can't seem to get, you know, work. Like so, it's uh, what Gutierrez recently, right? Who did a pretty good job, and and um, I haven't heard of him since. Chucho Ramirez uh, was the last one, if I'm not mistaken. He went to America, and they did okay, and they fired him anyway. Yeah. So. But we wouldn't. Uh, it wouldn't be uh, Cantina Emeki's podcast if we didn't have. If we didn't have a little Santos talk, and the only way we can have proper Santos talk is if we introduce our resident Guerrero, ready for battle. I wonder if he's bringing bringing the guns like he did last week. 
But uh, Daniel Preciado joins us from Escondido. Daniel, how are you, sir? Doing great, John. Evening to everybody. I'm doing good, man. So, so, so Santos is 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 top of the league, and they're. In, are you more excited about the league or the fact that they made the semifinals of the Copa MX? I'm a little bit more excited uh, for the league play and the prospects of a uh, being considered a legitimate contenders now. Yeah, they uh, they they lost their uh, their their stellar goal scorer to an injury, but it didn't matter. They were able to beat Monterrey, a, a good a good come from behind victory, and Santos is is again fully entrenched in 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 in, in first place. And I have to ask you again. I ask you every week, Joel. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Dan is uh, <laughs> is 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 is. Uh, do do you see it clearer each? As each week passes, that 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 that, that firing Chapel was 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 the right move. Much like uh, like the marine layer here uh, in Southern California, it takes a while takes a while for it to all to burn off the fog. Right. So yeah, it's it slowly but surely it's clearing up, and and the, the stench, the the dark cloud, the negative juju, is uh, slowly uh, washing away. So yeah, I'm I'm happy. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Of course, they're in the Copa Mekis. I was hoping Pumas would make the Copa Mekis. They were well on their way to doing that. Uh, they ended up losing to Necaxa last night, but 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 Santos is in it. And, but yeah, uh, just, to, just to finish the point real quick, you know why I'm because uh, beating Monterrey is you know that's it's a tough task for for Santos uh, typically. Sure. Well, for any team, I mean Monterrey is a good team. Yeah, but but like especially Santos. I mean historically, the, it's they always been. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, then, Is there a bit of a rivalry there? bit of a Clásico del Norte type of thing going on? According to FIFA, uh, what, I forget what, what what edition I used to play, um, but according to FIFA, the, it would they, they would call it like the, 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 the derby, but I don't think it's a Clásico. I mean, I think there's, there's a rivalry there, but I don't know about Clásico del Norte. I think that's a bit, bit try-hard. It's a good rivalry. Fans don't seem to like each other very much. Uh, whenever there are like incidents, it tends to be with the Monterrey teams. So I think it's just like maybe like a northern rivalry type of thing. But Clásico. I wonder if, if people from Monterrey look down on people from Torreón. Maybe I wonder if that, that has something to do with that. I don't know how why they would look down. I mean. Have you been to Monterrey? No, no, I haven't. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I mean, I don't need uh, to go. Yeah. Oh, actually, Monterrey is a really cool. Ron, what was I'm last sure time you were in Monterrey? Have you been to Monterrey, Ron? Uh, yeah, actually, many times. It's been a long time, though. It's probably been about 10 years. Yeah, it's a fun little town. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> my godfather is, uh, well, actually, he doesn't live there anymore, but yeah. So, yeah, I used to go there quite a bit when I was younger. I'll just say the 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 comarca lagunera holds its own, man. It's 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 not for the soft. It's not I'm still trying timid. to figure out what a comarca is. So like like uh, like thank you if I'm not mistaken. <clears throat> the area is a dry. It's a desert lake bed. Dry lake bed. Oh, so is, so is that what a comarca is? The the, the that's dry. They, well, that's why they call it la laguna, you know, because there right. used to be yeah. a. Apparently, eons ago, but yeah. 
An, an ancient lake. Yes, an ancient lake. Now uh, we have a... They just have a Rio Nasas now, I believe. But no, man, um, they, they... Like I said, they were... Getting getting past Monterrey... Always a tough task. Doing it without Janini, which... You know, a team that's not totally confident in itself and maybe depending on one player could easily just fall apart with their star players. Um, I mean, John, you could... You can probably speak on that, you know, how, like, you lose your star player, the, the whole team falls apart. So that's... Why are you coming at so, me like that, Dan? I, I'm not trying to come at you like that. Nice. I think maybe, I think, I, I think you know what I think it is? I think is watching Tigres lose. Um, and I, I got some Tuca hate in me, and I just kind of, I'm trying to warm you up. Man, uh, well, we'll get to the, we'll get to, I know that you'll have a, I should have asked you if you had an opening tirade, but I guess, I guess we'll, uh, no opening tirade now. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, have, we, uh, we'll definitely we, get We there. had talked, we had talked with uh, Dan about, Janini and you know because he was on he was on the road to break Cardoso's record or to equal <laughs> it or to get close to it but he was he was definitely on that road and he had already broken one of Cardoso's records uh, but then he's injured right so he, well, when is he weeks. coming back two weeks yeah. it's not that serious so I, yeah I, I would I would save him for Liguilla man yeah, no, okay. no, for sure. I think uh, they they definitely shouldn't rush him back just for the sake of trying to go, trying to secure first place, or trying to get him into some kind of record book. I think uh, I think everybody involved know that there's like a bigger prize. So, and then the Uruguayo, the striker, um, I forget his name, but Jonathan, he, he Jonathan. Yeah, and he scored a he scored two goals. Um, is he his backup, or or do they do play together from time to time? They, he's been a starter off and on lately. He's been more of coming off the bench um, and playing more withdrawn. Not, not so. Much. So they, they, you know, not to mention that Fuchs had a really good game too. He was involved in all three of the goals um, quietly, you know. Uh, but he, he, uh, he's stepping up. He's uh, starting to score himself. So yeah, they're they're. They seem to be having a little bit more depth than than, than definitely in the previous seasons that where they could absorb like a, a minor hit like this. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, it's 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 always encouraging for sure. I think Jonathan's probably gonna, you know, I I don't I don't th- I don't ever think he's actually was ever playing poorly, to be honest with you. I think he's just been a little bit unlucky, and maybe he tries to do a little too much sometimes. But, he scored uh, an, an absolute cracker of a goal. It may have been in, in this week's Copa, where uh, a defender gave him, I mean, what had to have been at least a 65, 70-yard pass, and he deadened it just just perfectly. You know, one bounce and uh, and just dropped it at the back. It was, it was, it was an outstanding goal. It was... Uh, Santos has been impressed. Santos, you know, to me, like like Cruz Azul over the last twenty years, have, have been the Liga Mexi, uh, Liga Mexi's most consistent teams, in my opinion. And occasionally, they'll have the one one or two down years, but but more often than not, Santos is going to be is, at the at the end of the season is going to be in the playoffs. So, it's, it's it's good to have them back. Yeah, man, we're due for another championship. 
we're usually good for every like three or four years, so it's it's about that time. Like 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 a fine vintage ready to be plucked. And I'll say it again, man. If, if we can win one with a el chuleta, <laughs> scoring I a really poker. like my chances. Man. Scoring a poker. So, if I'm not mistaken, uh, chuletita is the is the is the Concacaf Champions League all time leading scorer. I'm gonna have to look that up. He was for the longest time. I don't. I don't know if anyone's ever because he was playing. He was playing with Cruz Azul, and then he was also playing with uh, with Santos too. Right. I think maybe at the time. In the uh, in the group stages where, where he's you know scoring yeah. five and six goals a game and uh, occasionally. Yeah, I, I, I'm hoping they, they go far in the in the league just because I I want to see them back in the in, in Concacaf, especially after this uh, uh, somewhat disappointing uh, display. So, uh, all right, Dan. What, what was the the the, the uh, I'm assuming you're 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 discussing the uh, the Toronto Tigres game, where 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 Tigres was uh, beaten. They won three two, but they lost uh, on aggregate four four uh, due to the away goals rule. Uh, I, I I did not get to watch the game because I was uh, driving back from from Dallas. So uh, I'll let you uh, uh, please uh, let us know what happened. Well, I I think. Typical Tigres, dude. To be honest with you, I mean, what you—they have uh, one option. They have one idea. You know, they're gonna. And if it doesn't work out, there there's not much of a plan B. They. They didn't play well. Um, they, they just simply didn't. Um, they had their chances. They had lots of chances to to get through. That I think they probably should have. Um. But when you when you don't take your chances and then um, and you don't play well, I mean, obviously the the, the um, Toronto's a, a decent team. You know they shouldn't be overlooked, and um, it's just a disappointment. I, I, I you can't think of a really solid reason that that Tigres should have re- realistically lost. I mean, the you, you look at what Cholos did, and, and that that on uh, that makes a lot more sense. They they weren't playing all that well in, in the league. They played poorly at home, and they just—they just—that wasn't a surprise. The Tigres is the is the champion. They're they're actually doing—they're up there on the table, and in good position to try to defend their title. And this is the one tournament that seems to be uh, evading them. It's their it's their white the fans. Win. They're snake that they. Uh... You know, the, the, and then the, and the, the fact that they have to deal with, uh, with with Monterrey having won three of them in a row, so yeah, so that's uh, what I'm saying. Like it, it, you, and I think you have to blame Tuca at, at, for something like this. I mean, he, the way he talks, and I don't understand why he had to make it a point to, to discuss about how these teams, how. Mexico is is not the 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 giant anymore. I'm like I, I don't understand the point of it. It's almost like you're 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 trying to cushion everybody for for the for the inevitable fall. I don't know what you guys think about that. But I, I just yeah, man, Tuca disappoints, man. That team should be winning a hell of a lot more. It's, it's funny you say that, Dan, because uh, I'm looking at some tweets and. Uh... 
Jorge Witker, the, the, the founder of you know, the, you know, the magazine Soccer Mania, he, he tweets out saying that 12 different teams have won the, uh, the champion or the you know, CONCACAF, uh, including Atlético Español, Atlante, and the Tecos. And Tigres isn't one of them. Uh, he's even suggesting that maybe there's time to go for, with another uh, uh, coach with a little bit more, uh, it's a little bit more hungry. So I can't believe he's already asking for another coach. <laughs> yeah, well, Tuca's not going. I mean, Tuca signed until 2020, and I, yeah. I, I just don't see them. And he's going to play in this thing again next year too. I guess my beef with him and why, I mean, obviously he he warrants to stay on the job. Obviously, you know, they, they, they're winning every other tournament. Um, but I just think that, I don't know, man. It, 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 just, just watching them is just frustrating. They, they want to be considered a, a, uno de los grandes. I mean, not like that, dude. Well, how, how much of that is on Tuca and how much of that is on the players, though? I think a lot of it is on Tuca, man. Because I think uh, it's on Tuca. Uh, he, he, he vocally, uh, sorry about that, Rodney, but like he's very vocal about devaluing or, or the, these, these um, international tournaments or, or, or likes to make excuses that he doesn't have enough players to. And he literally has like the deepest team in probably the, the hemisphere. Right. We, yeah, we'd mentioned that earlier that, that the, 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 the roster. Excuse is just not valid at the end. And, and not that he's made it, but uh, please, 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 please continue your. No, well, I mean that's all I really had. Like this, the, the, oh. I don't think he 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 has a tendency to talk down or or devalue the, the international competitions. And Ron, and, you wanted to you wanted to to smack on Tuca. You wanted to drag Tuca a little bit as well. Not, not necessarily drag on, but I just thought his. I mean, just for example. His set pieces, his corner kicks, and so, you know the way he, it's like one of the, one of the goals came off of you know that that fast break of a, a set piece. Right at, at that point, you know you should be doing those those level you know level pizza type you know uh, corner kicks where you're not really you know crossing right into the box. You're basically giving it to 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 one of the guys like near outside the box and then recrossing in there. Because I mean, these these guys. I mean, Tigres was getting beat on a fast break, and it's like, how? I mean, how? How was Duca not adjusting to that? And I just like I couldn't believe it. You know, and 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 like it's not like that. What's that Italian? That small Italian player? What's his name? Joe. Jo, uh, jo, um, Jovinko. Jovinko. There's no. There's absolutely no reason for that guy to be doing that much damage when he's really the only one uh, going up in the attack. It's like, it's it, it's like it, I, it was like a little frustrating, and it's not, it's not like I care. I mean, I didn't care if the years won or lost, but it's just like frustrating. It's like, dude, Tuka, you know better than this. But I think it goes back to him not really prioritizing the tur- this tournament, you know. And like you guys have all said, and I, and I even re- remember recall, you know, Tuka when he was back in the interliga coaching in, in, in Houston and stuff like that. I mean, that guy's like. He couldn't just. He couldn't wait to get out of those out of those tournaments. Yeah, yeah, Ron. I even said it last week. How when he was at Chivas and and it was Libertadores was invitational. Yeah. Uh, he he turned it down. He was the Chivas coach, and he's like, we we just, you know, he he turned down a Libertadores. I I remember being mad for a long time. You know, you guys uh, all have uh, very valid points about Tuca. It is, 
very frustrating to look to look back at his career and to see how many uh, opportunities he has had with with the numerous teams that, he, that he's coached. Uh, you know, to have uh, Tigres in the Libertadores final and that play as poorly as he did. I mean, even the title he won uh, against Bumas in twenty. I mean, remember they were up three zero in the first leg and they they went down three zero in the second leg. So I mean that 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 that, that came very close to being a a, a, a historic a historic collapse. Uh, you know, he was he was bailed out by by his team on that one. But you know, and again, I'm not, I'm not going to defend the guy, but I, I, I think we do understand that the you know the, the, the priority that he places on tournaments is is very small, and and it's very unfortunate because I think that the, the that that doesn't necessarily reflect what the what the club wants. I think the club desperately wanted to go to that tournament. I don't think the club wanted to to see to measure themselves uh, against uh, b- better opponents. You know, to, to see if they if they would have a chance to you know maybe you know surprise somebody. You know, who, I think all neutrals, happen. John. I think yeah. all neutrals want to see Tigres win it because it, it would be like the, the the strongest representation of the league that you can throw out there. Right. That's like the reason I've always wanted to see them. Like you know, why I wanted them to win um, last year, just because. You think maybe they might be able to sneak out a, a, a surprise, but who am I kidding? I mean, they they can't beat River uh, and, and they can't even beat Toronto, so they're not going to take anybody out at a at a, at a UEFA and, pro- and probably not. At yeah, a that'll time. be right in the middle of the league. Yeah, so to get like get you know you know how to guys you know why <laughs> don't I have to go all the way to Japan to do this thing when you know I am you know three points out of six you know whatever it is, so. Yeah, it's uh, it, it it is unfortunate, and uh, but but we will have uh, if a Mexican team does make it to the uh, uh, Club World Cup, there will be uh, some a very reasonable representation from either uh, Chivas or from or from Club America. And uh, the uh, the call up came out. Twenty eight player twenty eight players were selected uh, for this call up, uh, and two players were Chivas. One is going to essentially be the third goalkeeper, and the second one was a last-minute replacement because Giovanni Dos Santos got injured over the weekend. What, is, what does that say about, about, about the state of, of, of Mexican soccer where the, 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 the base of uh, the, the team that plays the most Mexicans can only get two of them on the national team? Does that say anything about Mexican soccer? I think it's just the coach preferring still European players – because I mean, honestly, and like I don't know if you saw the uh, the press conference with, uh, or not the press conference, but it was a it was a remark that uh, Piojo was telling to the uh, to the press about Paul Paul Aguilar mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's like he's right now Mexico's best, you know. And you can make an argument, but he 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 does he definitely deserves. I, I don't I don't know what he's done to not deserve a call up, you know. Yeah, if Alani's without playing, got a color. He's not big. That he he's he, he's not he's not yeah, very he's physically. Not uh, he's not much of a physical presence. That's he's, that's he's lacking that's a few his. inches. So Osorio is essentially sacrificing and not giving up a goal on a set play for 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 speed and and someone that can quickly close. And that also on a, on a breakaway. That, that also answers like why there's not a lot of Chivas fans too. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of what now? I'm sorry. sorry it's just a bunch of midgets, a bunch of midgets on Chivas. So I mean, that's not something he he. It's not he'd rather go with height and size. So 
He thinks that's their biggest weakness, and that's what he goes for. So, I mean, that's why you don't see a whole lot of Chivas, and you won't see a lot of a lot of Chivas players. I think uh, the fact that there are as many as there are is fortunate, considering the season that they're having. That is uh, that is a very interesting point that you make there, Dan. That the, the Chivas has pretty much been terrible all season. In fact, I think if, if you combine the seasons. Uh, yeah. The last three would be Chivas, Pumas, Veracruz. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be quite the relegation battle. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, <laughs> that would be. Yeah, so so twenty eight twenty eight players. So if you're not on this list, you're not going to the World Cup. I mean that that that, that, that that's what that tells me. When he calls twenty eight, this is like when La Volpe, and I think uh, didn't La Puente do it also in ninety eight, where he called more guys than the final twenty three. And then, and then people had to get cut. And I, mean, I know that, uh, like, like, like Jimmy Lozano got cut in 06. Uh, Dos Santos, uh, the, the, the younger Dos Santos got cut in the 2010. And who was it? Was it was Tilo he on Chavez? Call up? Yes, Jonathan was. Okay, I didn't see him. Okay, all right. Wasn't it Tilon Chavez, Ron, that got, that got, uh, that got the axe right before France 98? Well, uh, if I recall correctly, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I have to check again, but. Uh, like whereas La Volpe actually took the players into the camp, the the reserves were not taken to the camp. I could be wrong though; I had to check. Um, but yeah, I'm. I mean, like I'm seeing here, Jorge Hernandez. You guys have. I mean, you guys think he's going to even make it? No chance. All right, so I'm going to go down the list. Corona. Yes. Ochoa. Yes. Talavera. Either Talavera or Cota. All right. Okay. Edson Alvarez. Maybe. Uh, Ernesto Araujo. Yes. Hugo Ayala. Yes. No. 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 Jesus. No. <laughs> okay. Please. Stop. No. I don't. Jesus Gallardo. Uh. Yes. Yeah. Miguel Ayun. Yeah. He is. Yes. Héctor Moreno. Yes. Diego Reyes. Yes. Carlos Alcedo. Yes. Jonathan Dos Santos. Yes. Fabián. Maybe. Fabián's question mark. He needs to start playing. González, no. Yeah. Fabián needs to start playing. He needs to stop going on those SSR shows and start playing, right? (laughs) I'm kidding, guys. I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. He's, you know, he's always looked old, and after back surgery, that's like an old man injury right there, you know? So he – it's yeah, a serious took, injury. It's a serious injury. Back, I mean, so we'll see how he how, how he comes back. There's no guarantee he's going to he's gonna be able to, to yeah, get back to that level. Has he, has he, I mean, he hasn't even played that much. Not this year. I mean, I mean, it's, it's someone riding a moped. Last year he – it it took him a while. He was he found himself in the doghouse after a while. But after he got, you know, got in the shape and and started working, he became at least in my opinion one of the better players, if not the the best player on his team. I yeah, mean, he became I, one of the leaders of the team. Like like he became like a like you know what you want what you've always wanted wanted him to become. I never even imagined he could he could play like that. And and he he carried that form the entire like second half of the season. So. And he showed glimpses of it as well um, over the summer. You were, I think everybody was looking forward to seeing him play, uh, you know, just continue that form. 
and, but unfortunately, he got this broken so, back. So, all right, so going back to the list, Jonathan Gonzalez? No. Uh, Omar Cohen? Maybe. Andres Guardado? Yes. Uh, Jorge Hernandez, you said no. No. Uh, Hector Herrera? Yes. Jesus Molina? No. Uh, Rodolfo Pizarro? Maybe. Uh, Javier Aquino? Yes. Corona? Tejerito. Yes. If, uh, I'm sh- honestly, I am shocked that he made this call. What about uh, Junior Nam? No, I, I don't. I, I'm not a fan of Junior Nam. I think that he's he, he is he is you the textbook wanna, you definition him. of a one trick pony. Were you, you, were you bitching him out from your couch too? Oh no, you're 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 driving. Uh, you miss it, uh, John. I he, he was Geniac was bitching him out after every cross, after every dribble, after every shot. I just wanted just, him to score so he could just take off his shirt and celebrate like like Cristiano. <laughs> like Cristiano. <laughs> with that oh, bird that's chest. Right. That bird chest. That's right. <laughs> with, with his caved in chest. Yeah. That 12 year old chest. Damn. Chickies were like that. Shout out to Chickies, who hopefully will be at some point. Hey, uh, tomorrow he, he, he went to France. He likes that young guy, aesthetic. Yeah, no, he what? went to he he's in France and he went right at the you know at the right time when France made it the age of consent at fifteen. So props to you. <laughs> I'm kidding. I kid. Well, yeah, and if he wanted to know, all he has to do is go to Louisiana. So that's right. That's, we don't have to go all the way to France for that. But uh, <laughs> no, but but, but he says in our, our I thought that he would come on as our European correspondent, but uh, he said he was too tired. I don't want to get up at well, four or five what, or whatever it is. To, five in the morning. What, what time is it over there? And it's like what eight nine hour difference? No, yeah, it's, it's, eight, only, it's only like six hour difference. Come on, guys. Well, for you, Hoyle, it's an eight hour difference. Yeah. No, for us, it's like about a nine or ten. Yeah. Pretty sure. Well, it's 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 six for us for, for London. So you guys are eight. Oh, okay. Yeah. So okay, so Chicharito, yes. Yes. Uh, Jimenez, yes. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, I don't know how. I, I just, I just, uh, I don't know how. Obviously, the one is uh, Lozano. He's a definite. Yeah. Peralta, El Hermoso, he's definite, and uh, Bela should be definite. I think. I think that Chucky got hurt, and I think that that red card was a huge blessing in disguise for him. That's why. Yeah. That's why they didn't appeal it. Seriously, I think. I think he had a. I think he had a bad ankle. You might be right. He, he got hurt in that last game. The last game before he got. Red carded, and uh, yeah, so. So what? Do you, what do you guys think of the the, the teams that they're going to be playing? You know, Iceland and Croatia. I really don't care about them, to be honest with you. I mean, to to I don't really care who the opposition is. I think right now it's just. Uh, obviously, this list is going to be. What's going to to, to Russia? So you, you want to start. Seeing, but I do uh, think seeing, they were seeing some cohesion. They were looking for rivals that could be similar to Sweden, I would say. So to get a good, you know, to get a good feel of what it's going to be like to, to cope against the Swedes. If it's, so that that would be interesting yeah. right there. If, if we I, play their, their sides and not their own. And, and, and Croatia is, a, is, like a, is like a poor man's Germany uh, in the sense that, you know, they play a different style than the, than the Northern Europeans. They're more... You know, a little more possession based, like 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 the Germans are. So it's definitely going to be a good. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, I, you know, 
uh, Croatia, even though they beat us at the, their friendly uh, last year in in uh, in Los Angeles. But uh, son clientes. I mean, that's just that's just the way it is. Uh, at, least, at least in World Cups, that's 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 how it's been. <laughs> One of my favorite se- er, images was, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's when uh, Mexico scored the third goal, and you had that. Uh, it was like that Croatian uh, fan, really good looking girl. Yeah. Just. She was just pissed, and then there was like right next to her is a Mexican fan, but also a chick, and she's just <laughs> she's just celebrating. It's hilarious. I'll try to find it and I'll post it. Oh, I've I've seen it many times. Believe me, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's, it it is very funny. Yeah, both of those chicks are hot too. Yeah, yeah they were. Uh, that was uh, yeah, that was that was that was uh, definitely a good. Uh, but but as far as far as the the uh, the matchups, you know, as Joel said, you know, it's just it's a good tune-up. I'm I'm starting to think that they may want to start figuring out, uh, maybe play a game or two against teams that play Korea style too, because I think Korea, you know, you don't want to. To me, Korea is the Tunis of this group. You know, does Korea still play the way they used to, like a kind of possession based, or have they kind of gone away from that? They've gotten throttled in the last couple of World Cups. I mean, Algeria hung a hung a five spot on them uh, in in the last World Cup. So. uh, you know they've they've they uh, and then I guess in, in 2010 they had they had they made the second round uh, and 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 probably should have uh, and they got they got a real uh, good shot of beating Uruguay they they even I think they were they were tied and then Uruguay scored a late winner to, uh, to that would have been the game that Mexico would have played had they won their group and, and, and come out of first place in Group A they would have played South Korea in the round of 16 but. Uh, you know, again, for the you know, for, for the group, the, the group that Mexico has, I don't, I don't think there's not one game. Obviously, the Germany game is not, but but neither uh, Korea or Sweden are, are, are gimmies by any stretch of the imagination. They're both going to be very difficult games. Korea, if I'm not mistaken, beat Mexico at the at the Rio Olympics, and and and, and, to, to, and they ended up advancing out of the group stage instead of Mexico. So there is. Uh, there is some precedent uh, there as well. I'm feeling good about it, though, John. I looked at that list, and that's a it's a strong list. It's you mean the Mexico team? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it's. It, 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 I mean, it it is his. I mean, and like like I said, if you're not on this group of 28, then you're not going to the World Cup. I mean, the, 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 this is who he's going to choose the 23 players from. And I just think it's 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 pretty promising. Uh, the, so the players are, are getting enough. I think are playing just enough. Um, I think you have to be really. I'm not sure if relieved is the right. Maybe encouraged with with Vela's play so far. He's been impressive. He's looking good. So I mean, yeah. You know, I think the one guy who was in danger and the injury didn't help is Giovanni. I still think he's going to find himself on the list, but because I think um, Osorio likes him, but but yeah, the, this he's definitely he's definitely got himself on the questionable list at this point. Wouldn't that be something though? <laughs> if 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 Jonathan finally goes to the World Cup and Gio doesn't, yeah, that would be uh, <laughs> that would be very interesting. Sadly, ironic. So out of those twenty-eight, uh, I mean, I mean, I was just, I was just, so it would be, it would be Molina, Jonathan, uh, Burrito, 
Pizarro. Pizarro and I guess like Govea or one of the one of the defenders. Oh, Ugo Yala would not. I mean, surely Ugo Yala is not going to be on the. I really don't think he'll. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, so it's I really. Uh, I, I think Molina still has a slight chance to, to sneak in, but uh, who knows? Is he is he is he Santos or is he Monterrey Molina? He's in Monterrey. Is he? I still like him though. I like how, um, obviously, you know, he, he's a big boy, but but I, I like I like his style of play. It's simple, um, it's safe, uh, and I think with with the team as slow as it is um, in, in the back and 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 they're they're, they're they tend to be susceptible to to bad turnovers in, in the middle of, in, in the middle of the field, and someone like him, I, I kind of. I think he 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 adds a little uh, protection. Well, he would have to, you know, he would have to. Have, yeah, I mean, the, but that that's the one position that uh, that that Osorio, you know, has, has had problems filling, and he's been using Herrera, and that in Herrera it just does not have the. I'm not going to say he doesn't have the discipline, but I just, I, I, but he just doesn't have the instinct to to go back and defend. So he doesn't do it as often as, as as you want that position to do it. That position in the fullback seems to be where he seems to have the most question marks and has tinkered with the most. Because for the most part, we we know the, the the rest of the positions of the starters. It's it's it's, it's that 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 midfielder role and, and those fullbacks that see where oh man. But like I said, though, after looking at the list, I'm I'm feeling good about Russia, man. I know, I know, but I I am the sunshine uh, thumper, and and Joel is is the the doom and gloom guy. You should be the Morsi fan. <laughs> it's true. I am Morsi fan, just not just not as big of a fan. He's ah, he's still he's still he's still in the uh, in the Morsi closet. hasn't 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 fully fully embraced his. His predilections for Momo, the way that others have. So, Joela, are you are you, are you still doom and gloom? Yes, for the World Cup, yes. But aren't you, aren't, aren't you always aren't you always doom and gloom though? No, no, I, I always. Right. I, there's always been like a a bit of hope there, a, a sprinkling of hope. But 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 not but 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 now Mexico is a black hole where not even hope can escape at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I they, they, you could still there is some. I just don't. I just don't see it. You know, I look at my crystal ball and it's it's not there. Yeah, it's. Uh, I will be honestly. I will be pleasantly surprised if Mexico manages to make the group, the round, the group, uh, round of sixteen. I just. Uh, I mean, obviously, I want it to happen as a fan, but uh, I do. I, I did. I. I don't think it's as a slam and dunk as uh, as as other people think. I think it's going to be. It's going to be a real struggle, and if they get there, then you know, then they'll have nothing to lose. But uh, 
get, getting there is going to is going to take every bit of of uh, of, of energy and luck and 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 and, and everything. It's going to be it's going to be a and let's effort. hope let let's hope Brazil starts slow. Sure. Well, you don't want you don't want you don't want to catch Brazil on the, when they like score ten goals in the group stage and are just smoking people. <laughs> you know, hopefully, hopefully they 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 they, they eke into to 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 the knockout rounds. I think I definitely still think they're 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 definitely a team capable of underperforming uh, early in the tournament, doing just enough to to qualify. Because they're Brazil, they don't really care who they play next. Right. the The group stage to them is uh, is more of a tune up. The tournament starts. But if 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 that were the case, so they would end up playing Germany. If they, if they made it in second place, yeah, or I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, so that is Germany a, wins that is game. actually a motivation to for Brazil. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Brazil has to worry about not finishing first in their group. Honestly, I mean, their group is is pretty. Uh, Pretty accessible, as they say. I don't think they have too much to worry about in that group. So, we'll uh, we'll be moving on. Now, there was I know that we always uh, that we want to talk about Conca Champions, those are the teams, but there was another Champions League uh, set of games this week, and the the quarterfinals are set in that Champions League, and. Uh, Lionel Messi had another superb performance yesterday for Barcelona. Just, uh, I mean, really, we're just so lucky to be able to see a guy like that play. It just, it really is. Uh, it's, uh, it, it is a lot of fun. He scored some some great goals, made some great passes. Just, just a great player. Just a lot of uh, a very enjoyable performance by. They by played him. Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I missed it. And uh, he, uh, he 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 played really well. Uh, I got to see most of it, and it was. I mean, when you watch him and, and you watch that team when when they click it, I mean, you, you, I don't see how people could not watch that as a neutral and not have just a huge smile on your face. Wow, that's just you know, it's just it's just it's it's it's, it's like it's like you know, listening to a. It's just I, I I find it really really entertaining. There was like two plays where Chelsea did get screwed over, though. Well, aren't uh, there always? I mean, it is Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was to me, it was a penalty clear as day, dude. And I'm like, I started laughing because I was thinking, because I was thinking about the, uh, you know, that remember when Drogba and them got screwed over? <laughs> just, oh yeah, he and Balak. Yeah, just yeah. tearing into the round. Oh, yeah, but yeah. I figure somebody like you, Ron, would 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 be absolutely okay with. The grande is getting the 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 calls. <laughs> I don't care with these two teams. I want. I just. I, I just figured, like so... you know, like you know, they're they're the big team. They're the ones who who've done it. If anybody deserves uh, the benefit of the doubt, I... it's gonna be it's gonna be the the the, the big team, especially I'm... at home. Yeah, I mean, Chelsea's gone screwed over lots of times at the expense of you know you know. At... Barcelona, and I just thought it was just like you're adding more to to the history, you know. It, it is amazing that I mean, that there's never a dull moment when when either of these when when these two teams play. I mean, it, no. it's always it's always entertaining. They have met up so many times in the past, you know, ten years. It's it's pretty. You know, and you're yeah, right; but, easily some of the more entertaining matches. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I remember yeah. I was uh, I was working for the state when uh, when Iniesta scored that goal uh, late, late, late in that game. That where they had to have the uh, I guess it was on the away goal uh, rule that they ended up winning, and uh, then I got the I mean I remember being at lunch and seeing SCN score the, uh, the the first goal for Chet. Just an absolute – just a, what a terrific midfielder. I mean, he was – you know, he and Xavi at one point, in my opinion, you know, you know, along with Yester, they were the best midfielders in the world. Uh, SCN, Xavi, and Yester were just, just outstanding. But it was so much fun to watch them play against each other. I mean, they, they, they really did bring out the best in, uh, out, of, uh, out, of, out of each other. It was fantastic. And, uh, I mean, I, I've seen – it's so weird. I, it seems like I'm always – uh, traveling for work. That was the great thing about uh, when I was like doing a lot of traveling is that I would be, you know, I'd be on the road and I'd be like at a Chili's. Oh, there's Champions League. It's you know at one thirty and you can watch you can watch the game and have a two hour lunch and watch the game and go finish what you're doing. Yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. So it's it's Liverpool is in Manchester City, uh, Barcelona, uh, Real Madrid, which uh, again just uh, just throttled PSG. Uh, and it's a uh, Bayern, and so it's so it's the usual suspects. The Juventus, it's the uh, it's the usual suspects yet again. And I believe that they're going to have a, a draw, and then and then uh, a quarterfinal draw, and then they'll just they'll that'll be the last draw they have before the uh, before the final. I think, I think the story, I think the story from this round is Manchester United, and obviously oh, that's Sevilla. Have... Sevilla was one that you, you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, uh, I mean, that has to be just a, I mean, an abject, I mean, you're talking about fracasos. That is, I mean, you don't bring a guy like Mourinho if you're Manchester United and you pay him what you pay him for him to get bounced in the round of 16 to. Did you hear his, uh, a, post, uh, his post game? No. Yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. So he, he and Tuca need to, uh, need to get together and. I, I think he beat anything Tuca ever said. I mean, just the way he said, he's like, "Look, man, Manchester losing in, in the Champions League is nothing new." I mean, I beat them in Porto. I beat them with <laughs> yeah. Real Madrid. It was incredible. Wow. I was like, I couldn't believe he said that. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was a it was a it was a, it was a great quote. That is uh, that is hilarious. He went through the list. <laughs> And he that made sure is, uh, that he included himself as one of the teams that, that as, as, one of, as part of the team that, that beat him. So, funny stuff. Yeah, well, the owner's in Tampa, so it's not like, you know, the owner was, you know, was at, at the game. So. How bizarre how, does that have to be for English fans to know that half their teams are owned by foreigners? I don't think it's a big deal. At least it shouldn't be. I mean, what difference does it make if the owner is a foreigner? I mean, half your t- most of the t- most of the team is foreign are foreigners. So. Yeah, but it didn't used to be that way. But, uh... Yeah, I, but I, I think it's that 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 investing that 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 foreign money is what's made the league as popular and as big as it is. But it, but it was popular before that, you know. Yeah, but it's mega popular now. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's what the NFL wants. With, it's what the NFL with, wants to be. I mean, I know people I mean, always want to want to say that the NFL is the biggest league in the world, and 
But you know, the Premier League. I mean, the Premier League people watch games on every continent. I don't know if you can say that, mm-hmm. and, and and religiously, I don't think you can say that about the uh, about the NFL. So, I, I'm just, I'm just, you know, we should have a find find an Englishman and and have him on to talk about that because I, I mean, the, 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 so Dan, you you don't think it matters uh, as long as the. Uh, the team I, I think, investment. I think, uh, especially in leagues like that, just like in Mexico, um, owners are going to, you know, the, it, it's a business. So, so obviously, foreigners are going in there, and not only that, there's a, there's a lot of prestige, you know. Just like you said, you know, it was already popular. So, if if you're if you're a guy with a ton of money, then being the owner of Chelsea, being the owner of of, of Manchester City, sounds appealing. It's 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 cool. It's like, all right, sure, why not? It, it, it it makes them instantly famous. So it'd be, I, it'd it, be it, a great uh, thing to put on your Twitter handle. Hey, you know, you know, you know, dad of two, live <laughs> the dream, owner of Manchester United. I, I think there's you know. there, there's there, there's a bit to that. They obviously see that there's a potential for making a lot of money, which I don't know if they actually do make a lot of money, but. Um, I, I think that, that that that's the appeal. I mean, and that's the 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 reality of it too. The best coaches in the in the league aren't uh, aren't English, are they? No. So the fact that the owners are, are are foreigners also. I mean, I, and, and and so are the players. Yeah. So that that's I, I definitely think it's 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 a, it's a non-issue. Ron, do you think that'll ever happen in Mexico? What's more, that? More so than it already is now. Forward ownership. Mm, I think so. I think it's what they I want. I, I think it's what they want, that. though. With, with with them adding, trying to build a, the the first division of twenty teams and trying to build a, a second, like a more stable second division. Um, I definitely think they should be open and and actually court some foreign investment. I think it'll it'll just make it more interesting. And if they're going to be good owners, then why not? Who cares where they're from? Because I think you go. I think you're going against history, the history of the, uh, of the game and what it meant for the community. I mean, I, I think Argentina, in that respect, has it. Has, they're correct in that every team is, 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 is a club, you know, and and the club votes. I just, I don't know. I just, I'm. Yeah, but 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 both. I mean, you, the the clubs and the mission statements for for both are in Argentina, Mexico, are entirely different. I know, I know, yeah. but I just I, I wouldn't want I, I wouldn't want a, just a product out there. You know what I mean? Sure. No, I understand. I mean, I mean, there has to be you know there has to be some sort of connection, not not just to the club members, but to the you know you know in Argentina, especially. I mean. I mean, how many? How many out of the first division? Out of the twenty fourteen first division? How many of those teams are from Buenos Aires? What is it, like twenty? Yeah. I mean, so it's so it's basically it's basically a neighborhood league, the Argentine league. So I mean, there there's so many clasicos because it's like there's one stadium here and then the other stadium is three blocks away, and you know, and then those fans just hate each other for, for that particular game, and then that just doesn't. Uh, I mean, that's just not the case in Mexico, so it's, it's just a little different. And also, you know, as Dan said, the the, uh, 
the way that the Mexican clubs make money is 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 not the way that the Argentines uh, clubs would. The Argentines would would do it by by cultivating the players, and that that's just not what Mexican clubs want to do. You know, they want to bring in, uh, they want to buy the buy the cultivated players from from Argentine clubs. Is what they want to do, and that's what they've always wanted to do. Yeah. No, I just, it was just interesting. I just, I always wondered, you know, what, what people's opinions were on uh, on those particular subjects because I think it was, I think it was, it didn't happen until two thousand four, but but two thousand four was the first year where an English side, it was Arsenal, won the EPL where they didn't field a single Englishman on their team. On the starting eleven, it was all a bunch of Frenchies and Czechs. Spaniards. Yeah, it's it's club football. I, I think it. It's, I think it's a bit of a polarizing subject. I think you have your your, your very uh, hardcores who think that that there should be less of a foreign influence in in, their, in, in domestic leagues, uh, while you have others who think it's you know it's a it's a professional league. It's not a national. Uh, it's not a national competition. So it. You just want your team to be good, so it doesn't really matter where they're from. You just want to be able to I... find that balance, you know. But between, you know, I understand that the leagues want to compete, and it's an investment, and yada yada. yada. They want to bring the players. I get that, uh, and I, I, think, I respect. I think you have to be realistic, though. You yeah. have to be realistic with with what your team is. And you also have to be realistic that uh, I mean, speaking of Mexico, is that. You know, if, if Mexico produced more and better players, then they wouldn't have to buy other ones from other countries. So, I mean, I mean, and, and also there's a you know part of the whole espectáculo, and they want to sell tickets and all that, and all that, and I, and I totally get that too. But that, but that's just but, the thing. But you, but you have to be able to find the balance there. Uh, but that's just the thing. No one's going to convince me, and not because I'm hard headed here, but no one's going to convince me that that the league, in, in terms of in terms of you know, uh, entertainment is a lot better now than it was when they had the presidential decree of having four foreigners in Mexico City and five uh, in the provinces. Those teams were great to watch; they were fun. I I, I don't uh, I don't disagree with you. And, and so so it's like, why are we going to one extreme? Because I think I think when you when you pump a league full of foreigners, I think you're doing more harm than good because obviously there's going to be exploitation. And then, and then it's like, what's the purpose of investing in grassroots if all you're going to be doing is buying talent from overseas, anyhow? Right. So right there, so right there, you're basically shooting you're shooting yourself in the foot because you're not gonna you're not gonna invest in your own in your own communities. Right. But that, that that's only because you know, and the way that it's been in Mexico, and it's something that you've pointed out many times, is that the government doesn't subsidize the uh, athletic growth of, of of kids. No, they don't. And 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 so the and, and so so why is it that that the Club America is responsible for? I mean, you know, they might have say a hundred kids in their academy. Yeah. Let's put a lot of pressure on those hundred kids. You know, so we, uh, because of that fact. So I mean, I, I, and then that to me, I guess, is where the uh, the entertainment factor comes in. Is that you know, for 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 a country as populous as Mexico and for as, as soccer crazy as Mexico is. They, I mean, how many kids fall through the cracks? 
the state will never have the opportunities to play any kind of organized organized sport because they just it's, it's it's just not part of the the fabric of the culture in Mexico. It's just not. I mean, they'll play a lot of pickup games, but the organized that, stuff you gotta have money I, for that. And that's where I blame the press because for years, for years, for years, they used to they used to market. They used to say you know publicly in, in television. They used to refer to the second division as as La Liga del Infierno or you know, you know, stuff like that, just basically belittling the, 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 the lower divisions. Right. I'm not saying, you know, here's the thing, you know, it's like a, you don't have to be a cheerleader. But you can market, you can market it. It's in their interest to market. I mean, I mean, you have, you know, Little League World Championship in the United States in, in August, you know, and they're, I mean, they're fun as how to watch. Why can't you do that? Why can't you do that in Mexico with... With you know, with U twelve U twelve or U fifteen, sure. No, I, I, I believe me, I agree one hundred percent. I mean, that's uh, you know, I've always thought that they could have like 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 state championships, and then there's like thirty one, thirty two states in Mexico, and then have like a, a, a national championship for for high school, both public and private. It would be, I mean, how cool would that be? They they did try. I don't remember if you recall, but. This is when De La Torre was the president of the MFF. They did have for like two, three years the Liga Universitaria, uh, but press never really caught on. I mean, you know, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, it was actually, yeah, it was actually the federation. It was actually the federation that was that was poning up the money, you know, trying to get this tournament going. But uh, like I said, you know, press never really caught on to it and never really. Uh, promoted it. I mean, I mean the, the one thing that I will say, and I think that it's it's something that we've brought up on this podcast for uh, as long as it's been coming on when they when they come up with these rules, is that, you know, Mexico's player pool. That's when it comes to national tip. It's not going to get bigger. It's going to get smaller, and it's going to get seen as smaller for the next World Cup, etc. And uh, you know, I, and I used to think that, that 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 you know that's on the federation and not on the clubs, and they have to you know they, they have to have their fuerzas básicas, they have to generate all these players, blah blah blah. But the more I think about it, it's, I mean, it's really not on the clubs and the players. It's more on the. Uh, I mean, it, 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 it's more on the, the you know, just if if this is the way that they want to go, then, the, the, then there has to be more than just the clubs. Uh, you know, the, the, the other people have to get involved and. I, I just I just don't know or, or, or see that happening. I I remember I think it was Bonilla or De, De Maria or whatever, but they were basically I remember they made a comment something about that you know with with you know the more foreigners in Liga MX right now that the Mexicans that will be that are that are, that are going to be playing it'll be a better although they're going to be fewer they're going to be a better quality. And I'm not I'm not buying that argument because I, I mean how many players national team players. You know that did not make it through the you know U seventeen U twenties U twenty threes. They just blossomed out of nowhere, like Ingro Castro, even in Matador Hernandez. Andres Guarda. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like those type of players. It's like you know, okay, they didn't, they didn't, they were never really you know national team players at the youth level, but one or two seasons, one or two years in, in, in Liga MX, they found their footing. They found their you know they found themselves. And they were able to become very, very good players. And and I think by 
you know, having the amount of foreigners that you do, I mean, let's face it, a bunch of these foreigners, man, they're duds. They're, they're not, you know, head above, you know, they're, they're not that much uh, better. They're cheaper. Sure, they're, they are cheaper. Yeah. It is a business, and I can understand that. But, like I said, you know, I thought the league was just as entertaining, if not more, when when you had that five that five player limit. Uh, Sir, Sergio Serge asked us on the chat: Is the league more, enter- more entertaining now, or or twenty years ago in the mid nineties? I think it's more professional now. Professional doesn't mean more entertaining. Uh, I think, you know, I uh, honestly, I, I I would say that it was better back then, because with with more professionalism comes more rules. I mean, I don't think you're ever going to see those those you know, battle royales, which, okay, you're, you're supposed to say, oh, you know, no one wants that, but they were fun as hell, man. Those, those peaks, you know, those, those battle royales, you know, I just, I don't know. It's just, I, I think, I think, uh, I think they, 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 they were, the games were played a little harder, a little more dirty. But although, I mean, I'm not saying that it wasn't all finesse. You know, they had great players, but it, was, it just seemed like they were just tougher. I mean, there was more. Uh, it was more violent. Yeah, but but yeah. but on the but on this side, like I said, it wasn't as professional. It also wasn't necessarily as technical. It doesn't mean that it was bad. It just, I mean, like you said, there was parts of it that were that were certainly more. Uh, uh, certainly more entertaining, and there were also more. Uh, there were also better teams back then too. I think there were there were more. Because they were able teams to, that were, that were good or better. Yeah, yeah, I, I would have to agree with that. I, I, yeah. I just think it's 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 uh, you know going going to what Serge was asking. It's just like I said, it's more professional. You know, it's caught up. I mean, the standards that you see in the stadiums, you know, the security and all that type of stuff. It's just it's it is it's it's a, a league that you would see in a first world country. You know, quote unquote, with the with the professionalism. And, speaking, you know, of, and uh, spe- speaking of that, I wanted to bring up the Greek that Greek incident, <laughs> you know, with uh, with oh, the, with the, the owner went down on the, on the field with a gun. That happened in that Tampico game. <laughs> <laughs> that happened uh, against the. Is it the same owner? Was that was no, no, the no, same no, owner? No, 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 no. This this was back in the in the late eighties, early nineties. Oh, okay. It was a game between Tampico, not not what, not not Correcaminos, but actual you know, Tampico Madero. Right. And they played, and they were playing against America in Tampico, and uh, la, la Jaiba muy brava. Yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. That's <laughs> now, now, Ron, I, I, I do, I do want to switch gears here because uh, we do have uh, joining us uh, two. Uh, Chivas fans that I'm sure were very happy after last night's results. If I want to do a little, little, little Chivas talk, we have uh, Rigoberto Ayala who joins us from New York. How are you, How's sir? Going, guys. So, so not only did Chivas, right. but uh, but your boy Chelfi scores a great goal. You must be very happy. Oh, I was I was ecstatic. I couldn't be couldn't be couldn't be prouder of him. And, uh, I, I, I tried not to. I tried not to go crazy because it was late at night. Yeah. And I didn't want to wake up the whole yeah. house. But are you going to? Uh, are you going to go to the airport and greet them as they land? I, I'm. I'm. I'm definitely thinking about it. Yeah. Thinking about taking taking trophies on a Central Park carriage ride. Yeah. Are you gonna? Are you gonna kidnap La Chofis? 
Yeah, take him yeah. down to to the lower east side. You know what's going to happen if you, if, if you if you if you kidnap La Chofis, you're going to get a phone call from uh, from Almeida. I do have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> skills that I've acquired over a very long career. Skills like me a nightmare for people like you. So you may you may want to think twice about uh, about kidnapping La Chofis. I might pick up Almeida and take him to Chili's because he loves Chili's. I'm going to have to find out which bar or club they're going to go to so I can work the bathrooms. And, and then just, and, and then I'll file a, uh, a lawsuit against the trophies. Similar to what they did to Guatemo Blanco <laughs> back in the day. Are you, are you going to come up for that, Ron? <laughs> Hell no. Uh, no, I wish I could do that. If anything, I, I wish I could go to the one in Toronto, man. I'm just so busy. You know? I understand, Paul. So you are you gonna go to are you gonna go to the uh, obviously you're gonna go right to the Chivas? Yeah, yeah, I'll be there. I mean, I've been covering all the games, all the all the Red Bull Concacaf Champions games. Um, so I'll definitely be there. But I want I also want to get a ticket and just sit when you sit in the stands. Now, if, if Chivas uh, wins, are you gonna be celebrating up in the press box or not? Yeah, I mean, I, I, oh, I don't know. You guys probably didn't see, but at the Chivas. Um, America game. I uh, I was up in the press box, right? And I was doing. I, I did a, a Snapchat a Snapchat takeover of the Copa ninety Snapchat account. So when Chivas scores the goal, when Lodina scores the goal, like I go crazy in the press box with my jersey on. Now here in New York, they don't really say anything about you having like jersey on or anything like that. But in Mexico, they like it's like they don't allow it. So the guy comes over to me. One of the guys comes over to me. He said, who are you with? Why are you in the press box? And I was like, oh, I'm with blah, blah, blah. I show him my credentials and everything. And then, like, I'm like, shit. I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get kicked out. <laughs> uh, so, I, so at halftime, I go over and I'm like, hey, is everything cool? He's like, yeah, it's because you were celebrating. You're, you're not supposed to be celebrating. And I was like, oh, it's because I'm part of the media uh, stuff that I'm doing. Like, I need to be, like, you know. Celebrating and all this stuff, he's like, "But I'll, I'll, I won't do it again." Um, but I almost thought I was gonna get kicked out because they, they definitely frowned upon you celebrating or wearing a jersey. That is hilarious because 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 the Mexican how in, in the how incredibly the unprofessional for, for for celebrating. It was it was very hard not to celebrate, like because because the way the goal happened, like I was just like I could I couldn't not do it. And then, Did you just rip out a? <laughs> Like there's a there's a whole Snapchat episode where I'm like fucking like yelling goal like screaming like jumping up and down. Yeah, you probably should have done that from the press box. It's probably something you might want to do from the from the stands. Yeah, yeah. here 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 at the Philly <laughs> Union games, uh, uh, none of that none of that in the press box, and it's a really small press box too. But they uh, you're not supposed to do that. No, yeah, at the Red Bull ones. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to be like jumping up and down, but. Uh, <laughs> Very subtle fist pumps underneath underneath the desk. Yeah, definitely. And it's, a, it's, it's a very nice press box. You're outside, uh, like right, right right behind the benches. What if it's raining? Uh, well, what's great about that stadium is that it has overhangs. Oh, okay. That, that cover all the stands. So it, when it rains, it really only rains in the field. Where it should rain. Yes. Oh, that, that is good to know. So, uh, and then uh, Juan Oliva joins us from... Uh, from Long Beach, Juan, uh, are you uh, 
thought he dropped. Oh, 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 he dropped. I guess I didn't get a chance to. So now I feel bad because I know I saw him on there, but I was trying to trying to find a spot to to work you guys in. Uh, work you guys in now. Now, uh, Rigo, do you uh, anticipate a, a, a Clásico coming up in the uh, Coca Champions? I don't know, and I don't know because I don't know how serious America has taken it. Wow! If America doesn't take it serious, then Toronto could be could upset them. I only say that because America has has cruised the first two rounds. This is where this is where Ronnie tells us that America is obligated to win everything. So I mean, they are, but if you don't, if they don't start their starting lineup because they're they they want to, yeah, but it's not like they've been playing the reserves. I mean, they've been it's been mostly starters. I mean, even even last yesterday in Panama, it was. Yeah, but isn't isn't like Martin a uh, uh, reserve? Not reserve, but a bench player. No, he is. He no, he is. So is the, uh, Darwin is is definitely a bench player. I mean, they have they have enough for two lineups, essentially, or a lineup and a half, so they could do it. But field the wrong lineup against Toronto. So, but you think America has the 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 bigger chance to not. Go on, compared to Chivas. Um, yes, because they're playing a better team. Also, I'm more scared of Toronto and Red Bulls than I am of America. <laughs> <laughs> Just so, because of, I, I'm not I mean, you saw what happened at Estadio Acron. Like, they couldn't beat us, and they have they have a much more talented team, and and we were depleted on defense. So, so like, I'm what, much would more, you rather? I'm much more scared. The, 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 the thing about Toronto is this goes to Toronto is like. Go ahead, Ron. The thing about Toronto is that is that Javinko uh, and and for the free kick. Like that that that's not a that, that wasn't like a, a one time thing against Tigres. He does it all the time. And he could do Yeah, it but it wasn't even a golazo. That was that was that was on Noel. Mm, but that was upper ninety. So let's say Noel is positioned well. I don't even know if he gets that. It was it was upper ninety. He t- he he pinned the ball against the he didn't even dive and he was able to pin the ball to the to the post. But he got in there Javinko had, he, had he attacked the ball? Had he gotten there? Like, I mean, I, I just think like you should, you should, if you, if you're able to, to hit the ball standing, you should be able to take it out, keep it. It out. was, it was, it was an assault for sure. There's, there's no doubt. Uh, that was not taking anything from Jovinko. I know you're right. Like he is a good like, like he is good at free, free kicks. Kicker. But I mean, but yeah, he got a little help that, on that one. Yeah. I mean, so, so this goes to Hoyle. Like yeah, this goes to Hoyle and Rigo. Would you rather? Would, would you rather take? Like assuming, like, let's say, a face off both in the in the Conca Champions and in the league, and you can only win one of them. Which one would you rather have? Wait. The league for the final. Yeah, like no, I'm saying, like uh, let's say that America and Chivas face each other in the league final, League MX, mm-hmm. and they face each other in the Conca Champions. Oh, you can only, you can only win. What's that? League MX. What about you, Juan? 
Oh man, I, I would, I would go with with the cup. The Conca Champions. Yes. Me too. Well, <clears throat> that'd be their first one since what? Nineteen thirty-two. Hoyt, is that right? <laughs> Nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! Yeah, we're the Atlas of we're the Atlas of the top five when it comes to international tournaments. Uh, Fifty-nine or something like that. Sixty. Sixty-two. Yeah, they've never go. won. They've never won the Concacaf, huh? They have. They they, they did, but because uh, yeah, the other team, the other team. Uh, Forfeited or something. <laughs> no, no, I, I know the rec. I know the thing. Um, the other. Okay, so they they had already won it, and then I think it was the following year they made the final. So they were playing a team from Haiti, and the team couldn't get their visas. So, so they, so they ended up giving Chivas the 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 win. Primero que nada hay que felicitar a Chivas porque ganaron bien. And so then, so then Chivas leaves because back then they would do like their Euro tours and stuff like that. Pentagonales and, and hexagonales. Yeah, and so they left the country, and the Haitian team they get their visas and they're like, okay, we can play now. And and Chivas wasn't around, so Concacaf was like, okay, well, you guys have the cup now. Yeah. <laughs> so that that pretty much what happened. <laughs> Chivas. Don't make me laugh. So you would so so rather have up, and then and then Rigo would rather have the league. Correct. He's scared to go up against um, the champion from Japan <laughs> for or third China. place. For third place. Yeah. I don't mind. Bring bring on the Koreans and the Egyptians, man. See, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. Celebrate too early, man, because I mean, like I said, you know, America still has to play against uh, Toronto and, and Chiu still has to play against. Come on, uh, man. Come hey, on, dude. Don't, but even, Dan, even, Dan, don't even laugh the... because. Come on, because, man. Cause, like, t- like a couple, what was it, about three, four years back, there was, a, there was this very strong possibility of Barcelona and Real Madrid facing in the final of the, of the, of the, you know, Champions, Champions League. And, yeah. and, and both teams just lost. You know, in, in the semifinals, like, and they should have won those matches, right? Yeah, and it's like, yeah, dude. But America's winning this, dude. Come on, uh, look, come on. If, if Jack, if Jack Warner and Chuck Blazer were were still around, yeah, take it to the bank. I mean, the only the, the only team the only team that beats America is going to be Chivas. What's that? The only team that's going to beat America is going to be Chivas if it happens. So you take? Are you saying that the the Canadian dude? He's gonna he's gonna want the Coca Calf between you know Chivas. I'm and... saying this is America's to lose. Okay, that's what I'm saying. They're they're clear. For I mean, also football. like I've been watching. I like Red Bull's been playing really well. Like I've, I've been also I've been following them now for a couple of weeks. They've been, the they've been playing really well. I'm I, I, I'm surprised. Um, yeah, maybe, it's not going to be easy for Chivas to, to beat. Uh, no, it's to not, beat Red Bulls at all. Easy at all. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be easy at all. I, th- I think they 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 play the counter game very well. They also play the possession game very well. Uh, it's a it's a much more younger team and more versatile than teams of the past. Is your Chivas team capable of just putting in simple goals, or, or is it just like a golazos? Yeah. <laughs> or nothing. Golazos, man. Golazos over here. This team is when it comes to goles. 
Of the three times uh, last night, because I, 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 I was kind of just, mouth was open, like, just, like, I'm going to wow. call it the trophy chaser one. Yeah, the trophies one. Yeah, that was my favorite, too. Although the finish on the third was... I'll tell you what it was, then. It was... <laughs> when, when trophies jumps to headed, I, I felt for a bit he wasn't going to reach it. You thought it was going to like, mess it up? That he, yeah, jumped, that he, he jumped too early? He wasn't, yeah, he wasn't tall enough. I thought he jumped too early, but I think he felt it. And he's like, I got to jump now. Even with an open he, net, Hoya, yeah, your, your self-love <laughs> knows no bounds. He's got, he's got oh, pretty good hops, though. Saw, you guys <laughs> yeah, he does. He gave the, the, the tall true. defender a black eye when, when they both jumped up. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Sergio, Sergio brings a brother. <laughs> that's funny I, you know what I, I, I did think that it, it did kind of pop into my head too, too like when, when he started describing the way the that conca calf went down I like, you know maybe they shouldn't be yelling too loud about that so, so that's the only one they won. Joel was that because the the Haitians <laughs> no, no, no. didn't have didn't have visa. that was the, didn't have that was papers. that was the second. The, they won the first one, and this would have been their their big oh, campeonato, okay. and uh, <laughs> they took it away from them. It never dawned on me to call that one brother. <laughs> you know what? The, cha- the Champions Cup, the brother. Yeah, yeah, the one that you guys won, the brother. <laughs> That's a good one, Serge. <laughs> it was it was similar, man. I, I can't can't blame that. All right, so uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming. I mean, I'm going to ask. Uh, uh, I was hoping. Uh, I'm assuming that, you, that you're expecting a you're expecting a Clásico then, or, or do you think that there's a chance that uh, an MLS team might might squeeze through? I think it's, I think it's, on either side is a chance an MLS squeezes through. So, so to, it's in your mind, a Clásico is, is not guaranteed. It's, I don't think it's guaranteed, but no. All right. Who's, who's washing dishes or in a car? Turn off the wipers. Did we, did we do it wrong? No, it's not wrong. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's wet. I'm pretty sure it's wet. There, Joel has, uh, has 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 turned off. So Chivas has uh, they have they have Tigres coming up this weekend. You guys think Tigres will be in full revenge mode? They lost to an MLS side. <sighs> yeah, that is. Uh... Well, they just they just got knocked out of the tournament, and America has Toluca. Oh, Ron, your favorite Toluca. Where? What is it, Toluca? No, they, both the next two games are in Azteca. I think they play Toluca, and I think they play Cruz Azul. If I'm not mistaken. Right. Well, it's uh, it's uh, it's it's Toluca here, and uh, yeah, the next week it's going to be Cruz Azul at home. So those those are probably two two of America's most important games of the year. 
back to back at home. You're not a Toluca fan, are you, Ryan? In fact, you, uh, I mean, and being on this podcast, I, I have detected some. You don't like the chorizo. I, you, you just, uh, no. <laughs> That's the first I hear of this. Yeah, no. Uh, you have, you, you seem like you have a strict no Diablos policy if, it, if the game comes on. It's, it's just that. It's like with Pachuca. It's like. Know your place. You know what I mean? I knew it. I knew it. I knew he was going to say this. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Don't let me interrupt you. Cada quien es su sitio, por favor. I know, I know Beto would laugh at that one. No, it's, just, it's like, uh, okay, okay you're, you're doing things good. And, you know, I'm happy for you, but. They'll, they'll, they'll say that you're one of the greats, you know, one of the you know the, the best. Have they? Oh, they have. I mean, they, these guys have gone on droughts too. You know? No, and, no, no. I'm saying, like, do they claim to be? Oh yeah, yeah especially when Lebrica was there. You know, especially when Lebrica. Well, was they there. did win a pile of titles uh, at the turn of the century, and have come close so to. So they the, have ten. Breaching the, uh, the 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 Chivas America juggernaut on the top. But a lot yeah. of those were short season titles, so yeah, a lot of a lot of fans don't seem to want to count those in their in other teams' championship wins, but are perfectly fine to count the ones that they have on their side. Yes, I've noticed that as well. Yeah, just though, it's like you can't punish the team for playing with the rules that are set in front of them. Exactly. And uh, and Santos, uh, they're another one. They're they're like right there. They're quietly, yeah. I think, behind Toluca and Pachuca as far as like the newcomers uh, that have that have enjoyed considerable success. They have. Uh, they play Puebla away now. That that's been a tough place, uh, as Juan has pointed out. Puebla plays very uh, very well at home, and uh, and then Pumas. Uh, who are they? They have, they have Unlike Ronnie, though, I I don't. I don't have a particular disdain or fear of the camote, so I'm, I'm, I'm good at that <laughs> in that respect. All right. so, you embrace it? I, I, I can. Like, why not? So, Rico, I, I, I found out. <laughs> when uh, in Puebla. There used to be a joke when I was a kid. The Pope went to, uh, went to Mexico when I was a kid, and apparently in Puebla they like to eat torta de papa, so that's why, that's why the Pope didn't want to go to Puebla, porque come torta de papa. For, for, you know, talking about Camote Power, their their five home games, they've won four and tied one. So, so and, oh, are, you, are you and I still on our, on our, on our Puebla Por Que No campaign, or do we have to hold off a few weeks still? No, that's, I, I, you know, the Ojitos thing is, is, I'm a big fan because of Ojitos Mesa. I would like to see him get a one last title before he retires. Yeah, he's getting up there in age. That'd be pretty amazing. And then just to see how the club, you know, I, I was hearing some comments from the from was it thing they're under new management, and they're saying how they had been scouting and and just doing all this work to to you know to to help the club out, and and it's. 
it's paying off. So it's always good to see that where they're meticulous about how they build the team and not just try to not just try to do it in, in you know, during the mercado de piernas, try to get two or three key signings. Yeah, well, it's, Puebla is one of those teams that gets like 20 signings in the mercado de piernas. <laughs> they always change yeah. their roster over for year after year. I have for years. Yeah, hoping that two or three are going to be pretty good. Um, but but this time they, they did a good job of, of just building the squad and, and getting the right coach. And they play in the funkiest stadium in uh, in Liga Mekis. It looks like they're playing inside a, like a sauna. Inside the shower curtain? Yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's exactly what it is, a shower curtain. All right. Well, uh, I think we uh, probably got to pick a, a good spot to, uh, to to wrap up the old show here. So uh, I do want to thank everybody for listening. Our folks wait. that participated. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. We, we, we almost forgot something, John. We have a last-minute request. What What is that, Hoyle? Well, I mean, I got cut off. So I don't know if you guys talked about but the, 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 campeones, the campeones Cup. No, that is actually a, a very good topic to end on. So you're right, Joel. How could I have forgotten? Right. Uh, now, which campeón is going to play in the Campeones Cup? The one who wins Tigres. the Tigres uh, has already said to play with it. So it's, is it the uh, – so why is Tigres playing in it? Did they win the Campeón de Campeones? No, I, I I had posted I had posted the explanation on the, on the Cantina Twitter feed. Please explain to the rest of us who, who who didn't read that. Oh well, let me let me let me bring it up because. Oh, I, I thought you had it memorized. Well, anyway, so as uh, as as Jorge does, uh, there's, they announced a partnership between uh, MLS and the Mekis, where the the champions from uh, from each tournament from each uh, league are going to play each other in the uh, champion or, or or campeone. I'm sorry, the campeones cup. The Campeones Cup. When is this held? It's going to be in September. Yeah. September 19th. It's so right be... after MLS Cup or something? Well, yeah. uh, it's it's supposed to be the champion of the previous MLS team, which is going to be Toronto. And yeah. the winner of the Campeón de Campeones of Liga MX. So whoever wins, you know, uh, whoever wins the, the Campeón de Campeones. Right. Will face Toronto in BMO Fields, Toronto. Which that to me, right off the so bat, so that'll be with either Tigres or whoever wins this tournament. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Ron, Ron got okay. it correct. Ron got it correct in the. And why, why are they playing that in Toronto? Because, uh, because look, because it's almost like a continental Super Bowl. That MLS <laughs> commissioner Don Garver. So I think that's that's one of the things where they're gonna host it in a saucy city and then hope people travel to it. Well, they're gonna play the uh, the one next year in in, in the Mexican in the Mexican champion city. Because I mean that would be that would that would be totally. I mean, you know, do a home and home. I get or or do a two legged thing. Either do a two legged thing, like you said, John, or have a specified like a like a city that that you know ahead of time. Because right now. The way it looks like Toronto playing at home, it's like the uh, that league. It's the, like that other tournament that they used to have. Uh, what was it? It's like they're trying to Super create Liga. a competition. Superliga, you mean? Yeah, so it was a Superliga. No, it was a Superliga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Well, it's, it's obviously the, 
the first step in what you know has has been, and I didn't realize this was even rumored. I just I just talked about it thinking it would be kind of a cool thing to do. The uh, the inter interleague cup tournament, which I think uh, will happen. I think that it'll be uh, it will it will it will replace one of the Copa Mekis one of the Copa Mekises. So. When when are they going to start uh, setting up the Campeón de las Américas? Oh, the, 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 they used to play that. What was the name of that one, Ron? Interamericana. That the yeah. one you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And then they were, and then the winner. I don't wait. No, no, the winner didn't because there was an intercontinental win, which yeah, was, but uh, no, no, yeah, no, but no, for no, years no. the intercontinental was just between South America and uh, Europe. And Europe. The Interamericana was between CONCACAF and uh, South America. Right. But, I mean, that seems like, I mean, everybody likes to make money. That sounds like that'd be fun to watch in lieu of, of or lack of a Libertadores. And at you know, least we'll get to see the champions uh, of, of the region, the best Mexican team, play uh, play the Libertadores champion. Now, now before we go... Uh... You know, and honestly, I mean, I think that this is just, you know, as long as they make it fair and equitable, I'm totally fine with, uh, with you know, with, with, with this. Just, uh, you know, just, just, just don't always play it in the states. That's my, uh, but, but, but I do think that we should mention before before we go here tonight that, uh, oh, and then in the coming weeks, uh, we are going to have an opportunity to uh, give away a. Uh, a Samsung Galaxy S8 active smartphone, and we're going to have to figure out a, some sort of contest for us to, to, to give this away. And I thought about a trivia contest because uh, I know we have a lot of savvy listeners, and uh, and I'm not sure if that's what we're going to do, but we are going to do something in order to give this uh, particular uh, item away. And this is a partnership that we have through Sprint. Uh, a friend of mine has helped set it up. And uh, so we, we do thank the, the folks at Sprint for uh, providing that for us and providing it for y'all, our listeners. But uh, I do have one trivia question. I wanted to see, test y'all's knowledge. Who was the last Mexican player to get red carded in a World Cup game? I'm going to say Rafa. Rafa. Joel? Well, well, who I just think you're wrong. Any thoughts? I had muted myself, John, but uh, <laughs> I'm trying a blank here. Ron? Rafa? All of y'all say Rafa, but uh, if I'm not mistaken, I believe there's someone after the him. The correct answer is Luis Ernesto Perez. Jesus. When did that was happen? He? In when, the Portugal he? game in 2006. Doesn't Rafa get a red card for the for the handball? No, he got a yellow card for the for the for the oh, penalty. He got a that card. But no, but it was it was Luis Ernesto Perez who got a red card in that game. I actually didn't go to that match. Yeah, he I was the last. He was the last one. So so it might be something like that. You didn't get to go to the Portugal match. Oh, no, was that the same I, day of the of the like Argentina like, Netherlands? Yeah, so that's that was right. At the, that's I like that. I was at that match. Which one? Uh, Mexico, Portugal. 
I, my, yeah, I was there I, with Martin, with, with our good friend Martin del Palacio. I figured that Mexico that Mexico would have already been qualified. You know, after the two first, you know, the, two, the first two matches, you know, Iran and and, and Angola. So when yeah. I was, you know when I set up for my media tickets, I said, "Nah, Mexico has this one in the bag." So I said, "You know what? I'd rather watch uh, Argentina than Netherlands," which was a boring game. I, you know, I expected a lot more. It was terrible. Yeah, it was. Just because both of those teams had been qualified, so they didn't have anything to play for. <laughs> I picked the wrong horse. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, but anyway, so said be something like that. But we will come up with something. So y'all, uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll be sure to plaster it all over social media. But I think it's kind of cool that we're we're getting this opportunity to uh, give something away here on the show here on the Cantina Makes Podcast. So please stay tuned for that. We do uh, we do appreciate y'all listening, and uh, we do appreciate y'all listening to this episode one twenty seven. I believe I call the Chivas al Rescate para salvar para salvar la cara de la Liga in their midweek tussles with the league up north, La Liga del Norte. But uh, they pull through. But anyway, we do want to uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, Ron, thanks for hopping on, as always. Yep. And uh, Daniel Preciado, congratulations and, and, and continued good luck with your amazing Santos season. Woo-woo. And uh, Arrigo, are we going to have to put an ankle an ankle bracelet on you make sure that you don't do anything uh, untoward with uh, with trophies talking about me yeah <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah no i should be okay all right all right i will i will restrain and compose myself unlike that day estadio acron i understand so what's the nickname for the estadio acron now that it's like a, like like an oil an oil slick uh do they have a nickname home, for it? Home of los lubricantes. <laughs> no, I, I haven't heard anything. Nothing yet? Nothing yet. Well, well, we do thank you for coming on, and I, I know that you're looking forward to uh, catching uh, getting a chance to see Chivas uh, without having to travel nine hours to see it. So. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you for that. Joel, are you going to make the uh, the big home opener for, uh, for LAFC? Uh, I'm not even sure yet, John. I'm still thinking about on the 31st, it's Galaxy versus LAFC and Carson. Right. So I would like to see the duelo de Mexicanos right there. Um, well, you know, one of the Mexicanos is going to be out. Giovanni has already already injured himself. Yeah, man. So I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I haven't applied. <clears throat> well, uh, we'll uh, you'll have to keep us abreast of of that as well. But we do want to thank you all for listening here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. Uh, we're on every Thursdays uh, live on the YouTube. And, of course, you can listen to this in our previous editions. You can download from the Podcast Center on iTunes as well as from Google Play. My name is John Jagu. For uh, everybody here on the podcast show, uh, Ronda Luna, Daniel Prasado, Rigo Ayala, Joel Aceves, Juan Oribe, who uh, joined, but I didn't get a chance to bring him on, as well as Albert Chiquiscampa, who is traveling in Europe. I want to say uh, thank you all very much. And we will talk to you guys next week. Good night, guys. Good night, Ron. <laughs>